When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, Sandman here. If men going their own way ever needed a reason to ghost or stay away from prostitutes, or basically never have sex with them, then this would be it. Someone sent me a story from Australia that happened a number of years ago. Apparently a married man got a prostitute pregnant and she decided to keep the child and asked him to pay $400 per month in informal child support. He had a great job that paid him $140,000 a year and when he lost that job, he was no longer able to pay her, so she decided to take the matter in front of the courts. And I'm putting a link to the story in the description below. The story is quite simple. A man pays for sex with a prostitute. She gives birth to his baby, and then he refuses to pay her the hush-hush child support money because his wife becomes ill and he loses that high-paying job. So he's no longer capable of paying her. This happened in Australia where prostitution is legal in certain places. So the man told the federal magistrate in court that having children with this prostitute known as Miss Logan was unintentional, and that he shouldn't have to pay her because he had basically fallen on hard times. Mr. Lilly, the man in question, said that he had another child with his own wife, who was physically ill. And he said that his new lower-paying job wouldn't provide him enough money to basically support his existing family and continue to pay child support to the prostitute. The financial burdens have become too hard for him. Stories like this are an issue for men going their own way, because I know some of you frequent escorts, and I know some of you sometimes have unprotected sex. But in this case, the Australian magistrate sided with Mr. Lilly to a certain point, because he said that the state might allow the man to launch a lawsuit against the owners of the brothel or the escort service where Miss Logan was working, or even run a court case against Miss Logan herself for damages. What really pisses me off about this case is that Miss Logan probably knew that the man that impregnated her had a family, so that she knew she could blackmail him for some money and he would have to pay to basically raise the kid. And Mr. Lilly was a well-paid executive at that time when he got her pregnant and had a child with her. So he was the alpha male and she wanted to have his child because it probably felt right to her to have a child with a man with superior male qualities and genes and it would increase the ability of her own children to rise up in the ranks of society. So the child was probably of a higher quality in her subconscious mind. So she didn't mind only taking $100 per week to raise this kid. But when he lost his job and couldn't pay the relatively small amount of $400 per month, she decided to ruin his life by exposing the situation and taking it to court. And I'm pretty sure that Mr. Lilly has indeed fallen on hard times, because I'm sure he wouldn't want to deal with the financial hardships of taking this case to court nor the personal embarrassment to his family, friends, and colleagues after they find out about him sleeping with a prostitute and having a kid with her. All this for $5,000 per year. And Miss Logan is an escort, so her income is pretty high and she probably makes $400 in a single night's work. This whole situation also makes me think that the real alpha women in our society are the prostitutes, strippers, and escorts. Because they understand that for most women their value lies in their sexuality and so they're basically exploiting their bodies and objectifying themselves to make money. Alpha men in most cases recognize their earning potential comes from starting businesses or working their way up in corporations using their street smarts to navigate the world of business and politics. 
so our society doesn't really allow alpha males and alpha females to mix properly. And in some ways, young 20-something escorts and 40-something executives are the true strong male and female characters in our society. The only difference is that men are rewarded for their alpha status, socially, but alpha females are not rewarded socially for using their sexuality and selling it. So in many cases, the alpha males end up marrying and living with beta females that use the money their husbands provide to pretend to be women of respect and status. But their alpha husbands run off to be with some alpha woman they respect sexually, the ones that know how to use their sexuality. And then there are many would-be alpha females that aren't even allowed to use their sexual power to make money because it's not socially acceptable. And they often marry the beta male providers because both members of this particular couple have had their self-esteem diminished. The alpha female is not expressing her sexual dominance because society doesn't allow her to do so. And the beta male is not expressing his male aggressiveness because society is telling him to be a good little worker. Both have been handicapped emotionally and behaviorally for the sake of having children and raising them. And I believe that women want pirates and men that are not afraid to get their hands dirty. And men working in banking sectors such as the one in New York have to look the other way in many cases when they see corruption around them. Or basically they partake in that corruption. And everyone knows what they do is unethical in most cases, but yet they're the ones rewarded for being tyrants and sociopaths. Yet, young 20-something escorts are not socially rewarded for being sluts and using their sexuality, youth, and power to attract such men. Society in general, and more specifically women, don't usually approve of the behavior of prostitutes, because I believe they secretly envy them. But alpha males give them the approval by giving them money and using them sexually. If the vast majority of females started to approve of prostitution, then that would contradict feminism. Feminism is against the objectification of female bodies, yet alpha males approve of objectifying women. And many feminists are saying, in essence, that it's wrong to objectify women, because I suspect that most of them want to be objectified by alpha males, but they simply aren't. So they take their vengeance out on all women, and especially sex workers. Why do you think slut walks are so popular? Because even the unattractive, fat, omega females get to pretend to be alpha females for the day. Slut walks are like Christmas for fat chicks and unattractive women. They get to pretend that they are highly desired for the day. And that's why I believe slut walks are such a big success, and why they're growing everywhere around the world. The cock carousel is women pretending to be alpha males while they're still in their youth. If you ever go clubbing, you'll notice that the lighting is usually identical to that of a strip club. And in a strip club, the lighting is so low that you don't actually see the duct tape holding together the 40 and 50 year old strippers up on stage. But in clubs, the lighting is oftentimes even darker, and it's usually concealing the faces of 20 and 30 something women. Why is this important, you ask? Well, because it allows women in clubs to pretend to be like strippers. They are essentially living out their deepest, darkest secrets of being strippers and using their sexuality as a form of currency. But in a club, it's customary to buy a woman a drink, instead of giving her money. Imagine if the next time you're in a club, instead of buying a woman a drink, you go over to her and you shove $10 down her chest. How would she respond to that? Would she be insulted or would she be turned on because in some way you understand her deep, dark desire to be a stripper and it's triggered in her subconscious mind? Maybe she couldn't be consciously aware of it. And the difference between strip clubs and dance clubs is that the goal for men is to take the wannabe strippers, i.e. women on the dance floor, home by buying them enough drinks to put them at ease and eliminate the social tension. Whereas in a strip club, the goal is to get the men drunk so they become relaxed enough to go home on their own. If a man gives enough alcohol to a woman, he is disarming her ability to protect herself using her social abilities, 
which are oftentimes much stronger than his, because she's learned the art of manipulating men at a very young age. And alcohol turns off the ability to do so. So a tipsy or drunk woman and a sober man are almost equal in their ability to socialize and interact with one another in most cases. Whereas most sober women can outmaneuver most sober men in the art of seduction and conversation. The same is true in a way for unattractive women and above average males. When men get drunk, we basically put beer goggles on and even see the unattractive women as attractive. So in that case, an attractive woman should try to get the attractive male she's interested in drunk so that he loses his inhibitions and starts to desire her. Everyone agrees that cigarettes are also harmful to a person's health, but in some ways alcohol can be just as harmful. Alcohol serves the purpose of initiating the mating rituals in our society. And alcohol is probably responsible for 5-10% to of the cancers that people get in our society. Yet we're often told that drinking alcohol and coffee are the two state-sanctioned drugs that we all have to consume. Coffee obviously increases people's ability to work and be more productive, thus increasing the taxable income for the state, while alcohol increases people's stupid, irresponsible qualities, thus creating surprise pregnancies and DUI revenue for the courts and the police as well as creating false and real rape allegations that the courts can go crazy with as well. But alcohol is a drug just like any other. Texting or talking on the cell phone killed 3,300 people in the United States in 2012 while they were driving. And roughly 10% of all traffic fatalities are from texting and talking while driving. But according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, in 2012, 31% of all car deaths were related to alcohol. If the auto industry and the government worked together, they could install ignition systems in cars that would disable cars if the driver was too drunk to drive home. But they won't, because men do stupid things like get women pregnant when they drink. So the benefits of alcohol outweigh the negatives, even with 10,000 fatalities per year on the road in the United States. That's just my opinion. Going back to the article about the man paying the prostitute child support, below the article there were tons of people leaving their own statements. Women, I suspect, aggressively saying that he should pay. Women demanding that men support their own children are just doing this because they often empathize and relate to one another. But if you ask a woman to empathize with the plight of a male, I don't believe that they actually have that ability. Well, they don't in most cases. Maybe some of them do, but most don't seem to care about us. Before I finish today's video, I just want to give everyone a little bit of an update on George Freeman's channel, which is back up. And I'm adding a link in the description below to his channel. I guess he doesn't go by George Freeman anymore, and he's changed his name. He now calls himself Chemical Warxian. Subscribe if you want to see what he's up to. Anyways, thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.